<laughs> Isn't she wonderful? Sorry, I can't get that one. Wait. Isn't she wonderful? <laughs> Wow, such range. <laughs> you should just do a one-person musical. What would you call it? Catherine Esther Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What would you call a musical about your life? I would call it... Snooze first. <laughs> Sorry. Katie, I was going to say something serious, like racism. Something about racism when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, right. Let's begin. Let's begin. You're listening to Just A Girl Podcast, the podcast where we discuss anything and everything music industry and intersectional feminism related. I'm Natalie. And I'm Katie. And this is episode 21. So Katie, what have you been listening to this week? So I have been listening to a band called Uju. I think I'm saying that right. You, yeah, you did send me them, I think. Yeah, they're really good. So like, I, I would class them as like a dream pop band. Mm. They're from the Philippines and they are just so good. Love it. Um, I've been listening to The Let Go, who I think are like a relatively small band. Mm. You know, on like Spotify listeners, I think they only get like 600 monthly. So I don't know how I found oh, them. so small. But they're like an indie pop duo from Liverpool and they are so good. So Do best Scouse accent. Liverpool? All right, Darren. <laughs> no? Was that bad? Not your best accent, mm. but not awful. I hate that the stigma is to put a high-pitched voice on. I'm really sorry, everyone from Liverpool. Oh <laughs> Liverpool. Um, and um, I've also been listening to Say So Neon. Again, I hope I'm saying that right. They're an indie rock band from Korea. But they also have roots in, like, lo-fi. Wow. So their music's quite experimental. You are not listening to much in the UK or US lately. Am I not? Well, you just mentioned... Oh, this week? No, I'm not. Yeah. Love it, Katie. Good. Diversify your listening. What about you? Unfortunately, all my bands (laughs) are from the West. (laughs) So I've been listening to the new Skywalker album, Mm. which is really good. I think it's going to be the album that gets me back into metal. Oh my God, big claim. I know, right? Um, I've been listening to the new Grey Wind song, Am I Asleep? Have you heard it? Yes, certain people have been going on about it loads on Twitter, so I've... (laughs) Certain people. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's not offensive. I just made it sound offensive. <laughs> and the new Manchester Orchestra song, Bedhead. Ooh, I've never heard of them. Oh my god. They're one of the best bands in the entire world. Is it like a jazz band? No, it's like an indie rock emo kind of band why are they called orchestra i don't know to be controversial i guess like bombay bicycle club oh yeah that's true two door cinema club oh there you go katie Mm. (laughs) so what are we talking about this week so this week we are going to be talking about separating the art versus the artist yeah so this is a bit of a heavy topic but our friend Ang Harid asked us this way back when we did the Q&A episode so we thought it was such a big question to answer all in one go 
not all in one go, in like a question yeah. and answer episode. So we thought we'd dedicate an episode to it. And I want to make it clear that, and this is the same with like all of our podcast episodes, and we hope you know this, but these are purely our opinions and our approach to the topic. We're not telling anyone what to do or what to think. We are merely just using our platform to discuss an interesting topic. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself, Katie. Thank you. Our opinions. <laughs> this is my opinion! <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. <laughs> it's Panorama. Uh, oh, what an interesting what? reference. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Okay. Do you still listen to any, in inverted commas, cancelled musicians? And if so, which ones? So I used to listen to Mooseblood quite a lot. Mm. They were obviously like my all-time favourite band. However, I actually can't listen to them now. Oh, really? Yeah, so to put this into context, um, obviously the band allegedly stole nudes from Zoe Maria's phone, sent them around the band's WhatsApp group, and this was after... Glenn Harvey left as well. Um, so there's quite a lot of allegations against Mooseblood. None of them have been proven because they denied it. Mm. So this is all allegedly. However, I've never personally been affected by the stuff that happened with Mooseblood. Sure. Luckily. But their music for me is still tarnished. Yeah. I don't know why, because I like to think I'm one of those people who, like, can separate it. But in, like, in most cases, I actually can't. And I know we'll come on to that. Yeah. But... There are bands like Have Mercy, The Young Hearts, and they fill the void that's been left behind. Oh, good. Oh, I'm glad. So it's like, yeah, they're, they were a great band. They made great music. But personally, I can't really listen to sure. them anymore. Do I you actually, have any? I firstly have an explanation, which I will mention later, as okay. to why you might not listen to Mooseblood anymore. Mm. Because I don't listen to Mooseblood anymore. I wouldn't say, oh, okay, okay that's a lie. I... Do like religiously, and it's quite embarrassing. I religiously listen to Don Broco. Um, I was going to mention that. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm a misogynist. Blah blah blah. I have like a yearly dose of lost profits, which we've previously mentioned in other episodes. And actually, I did try to listen to Moosebud and Brand New like a few months ago, just to see whether I would get any kind of like feeling or excitement. Blah blah. Mm. Listening, and no, I did not. Brand New is a really weird one. So with Brand New, I didn't really like them that much for a long time. And then I really got into them at uni. And then not long after that, they were cancelled. Yeah. Quotation marks. And the reason that I can't listen to Brand New anymore is because of a post that a girl made. I think we've mentioned it on the podcast before. And she was just absolutely heartbroken with the Jessie Lacey news. Mm. And I just remember it so clearly, her saying, I've got your fucking words tattooed on my body, you asshole," Something like that. Yeah. And I don't know why, but it just really resonated with me, like how hurt she was by it. Yeah. And that's just stuck with me. It must have been such a betrayal for her because she defo idolised Jesse Lacey. You know, if you're getting his words tattooed to you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And on your point about Don Broco, I think it's important to note as well that like, I still listen to bands that some people argue should have been cancelled. Yes. So like Don Broco, even bring me the horizon. Oh yeah, that's true. The whole yeah. piss thing. Yeah. Neck deep. Oh crap. Yeah, I still listen to Neck Deep as they well. They allegedly allegedly sent photos to an underage girl, I think. Oh, um, there's uh, I think there's multiple stories about yeah. Neck Deep. Yeah. All allegations. Yes. We're not confirming anything, yes. obviously. But I think we're gonna come on to this, but it's really hard 
to know who you should, in quotation mm. marks, listen to and not listen to when it comes to like cancelled bands. There yeah. are some clear lines like Lost Profits, mm. but then there's also Michael Jackson yeah. is still really widely played. Yeah. And it's almost like he's got away with it. On a separate note, and I know this isn't music related, but I watch a lot of films that were produced yeah. by Harvey Weinstein. Like True. every time I watch Lord of the Rings, I'm in this place of euphoria and I'm so pleased that I've just watched my favourite film and then the credits roll and it's like Harvey Weinstein and I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you on my favourite film? It's a bit easier to disassociate a film with a director because yeah. they're the producer. not constantly producer because they're not on the screen all the time. Whereas if it was an actor, maybe people might feel a bit different. Yeah, same with music. Like, if it's the drummer or the singer, yeah. even that could be different. But my, like, my point is, like, it's all art. And there's yeah. these issues throughout all art. Industries. Even, like, business. Yeah, exactly, yeah. all industries. So. Definitely. Feel yeah. your sis. So on that note of, like, what you still listen to now, are there any artists that you think people should just stop listening to entirely? Okay, so my answer, I know I'm going to sound like such a hypocrite. I am fully aware of that. Because obviously I listen to, like, again, in Vlodcom as cancelled musicians, so I have no right, really, to tell anyone who they should and shouldn't listen to. But this is who I think people should definitely stop listening to. Drake. Explain. Drake is a child predator. This was like, must have been a couple of years ago now, where he became unnecessarily friendly with Millie Bobby Brown. Yes, I did yeah. know about this. There was also a time where he brought a fan up on stage, a female fan who was underage. He asked how old she was. She said 15, I think. Mm-mm. He then proceeded to kiss her on the neck and like act disappointed that he wasn't, that she wasn't older. Actually, I can't remember her age, but it was like, it was either, mm. yeah, it was neck is an inappropriate, yeah, it was a really inappropriate age and he, yeah, looked disappointed that she wasn't of an age that he would go for. Um, he's also just a misogynist. <laughs> so <laughs> you do sound like a hypocrite though, trying to cancel Drake. <laughs> you yeah, I well, that's exactly why I said I'm I fully aware that. I'm a critic. Uh, but also, hypocrite. I think you make a really good point because Lost Prophets, that's very well known. It's the first thing you think of when you think of Lost Prophets is that horrible, mm. all of the, everything that happened. Whereas with Drake, that might not be the first thing that people think of, or they might not even know. Like when yeah. you said it, I was like, what? And then it rejigged yeah, my memory. Yeah, so true. And I'll explain sort of later why I do still listen to Lost Prophets sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise, like, I just don't... So my explanation for the moose blood thing was that the reason why I am just a bit like, ugh, at moose blood is because it's always men that I see listening to moose blood that are men that I know are fully aware of the situation. And it makes me think, again, this is just an assumption. It's just my opinion. and You might not agree, Mm. but it makes me think, oh, they clearly just don't care about victim stories or survivors, that kind of thing. If they're so happy to be like, meh, don't care. Yeah. On top of that, I just feel like they handled the situation so poorly because with some artists that have had similar accusations they sort of got legal people involved to have like a not guilty kind of what's the word like conclusion whereas moose blood were like just deny 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 Mm. or ignore sorry ignore 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 then finally deny 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 whereas they should have just initially been like they should have either been like 
we're really sorry this happened. Obviously we've grown, blah, blah, or they could have just been like denied straight away. Obviously we don't know for sure what happened allegedly, but. The weird thing for me with Moose Blood, and I'll come on to my answer to this question in a minute, but when everything with Glenn came out, they kicked him out of the band Im- immediately, disassociated with him, yes. genuinely did donate to charities and were like kind of good about it. And then when the allegation was on the rest of the band, it was exactly as you said, ignore, ignore, and then deny. But that was it. Like, yeah, you're right. I feel like they they could have approached it so much better. And I and I and I'll come on to this. But I like to give. I'll always believe survivors and people who make allegations. But also, I do firmly believe in innocent until proven guilty. Mm. So it's a really hard. Yeah, way definitely. Up. But um, definitely back to the question of. Do I think that there are any artists that people should just stop listening to? No. Like, if someone can genuinely separate the art and the artist and is comfortable doing that, then they do have the right to continue listening to the music that they love. Mm. Personally, I find it difficult to listen to Brand New, for example, without thinking of the pain that Jesse Lacey caused an individual or a group of people, so therefore I can't do it. Yeah. Um, But I think we have to respect those who can, but there are some things that I would encourage people to consider. So things like Moosebud, for example, are brand new. Like, if the band are profiting from it, or if you're actively promoting their music, so like wearing their merch, sharing it on your story, you don't know who's been triggered by anything that they've done. Mm. So you wouldn't want to, well, you might, but I personally wouldn't want to put put it out there or yeah. like actively support them, if that makes sense. Yeah. That sort of goes on to like what we'll say later about sort of rules almost yeah. on who and who not to listen to. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it's sort of the individual's choice on whether they want to listen. And I think that people, yeah, like you said, should be respectful of it because they don't know the reason why. Like for example, the reason I love Lost Profits so much was because I started listening to them when I was like 10 years old. They got me through really difficult times. Like, you know, this is a really personal thing, but in the midst of like my parents potentially getting divorced, blasting their music in my Mm. ears would be the thing to help me when they didn't want to listen to my parents argue. So while I know that Ian Watkins is maybe like one of the worst people in the entire world, there are still like five of the members of that band that like helped me in that situation. And you make such a valid point. And this backs up most things that we've said that it's it's entirely subjective and entirely dependent on the person. Like for you, although it sounds perhaps weird to say now, that was a place of safety for you. Yeah. And that was a, a comfort for you. And that's it's not your fault that yeah. he did what he did. And if that's all that a piece of music means to you, that's fine. Like yeah, that, definitely. you shouldn't feel guilty for that. But I know that there are people out there who wouldn't be comfortable doing that, and that's also fine. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, totally up to the person. So, do you think that it makes a difference listening to somebody who is? I'm real convinced. I know someone. <laughs> I changed it on my notes. Oh, did you? Someone who's been um, convicted of something versus somebody who's been accused of something. So this is probably one of the most difficult questions in my opinion and I want to approach it with sensitivity and 
also rationality. So when I was researching this episode, I couldn't find any consistent or reliable data about how many allegations in the past 10 to 20 years have been false. I've heard different stats on this. I've been told before that 2% of allegations are false. And I've read in different articles that it's about 4%. But as I said, I've got no reliable data on this. So I'm just gonna go yeah, off my own sure. opinion. So I'm a firm believer of innocent until proven guilty. I always have been and I always will be. There's also like so much power in social media. Mm. So I could theoretically do a tweet tomorrow saying someone from a band did this to me and there would be people ready to fight my corner and defend me and counsel whoever. However, when it comes to accusations of abuse or grooming or sexual violence, anything like this, I always find myself siding with whoever has made the allegation. Even though I it hasn't been proven mm. i can't help it so i think i know where this comes from it comes from i won't go into it too much but something happening to me yeah. and not being believed by my own partner mm. and the fact that the majority of my female friends have got at least one story yeah. of something happening to them and i'm not saying that this only happens to women this is just my experience yeah um and i think um i think the fact that people even People must be so brave and, you know, they're putting so much on the line to even share this story. It's like, it is, like you said, so rare that they would just make it up for clout or, you know, to... I I just personally can't fathom why you would lie about something like this. I know that's not an informed or data-driven point to make, but it's just something I can't comprehend. I remember one of the things that happened to me, I felt so ashamed about it. Mm. I would not want to have people know unless it was going to protect somebody else yeah and to me people who come forward are doing it to protect other people yeah not exactly. to give themselves they wouldn't, clout. yeah they wouldn't relive all of that just no. because you know they want some likes on a post um and what God. what sort of clout is that i'm not saying that it's it tarnishes the person because it doesn't they are the same person regardless of what's happened to them but in what world would somebody go I'm gonna just lie about this guy because I yeah. want some likes and I know that there probably are people out there it'd be naive of me to say that mm. there aren't but let's just not assume the worst in people definitely especially like you know if the stat is true two to four percent are false then it's not a lot is it you kind of have to yeah not have to but you should believe um what about what do you think yeah i'm kind of gonna go with a diplomatic yes and no answer yes because if they're obviously convicted i wrote convinced twice that's really embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) if they um are convicted you know that's proven they are proven to be a kind of bad person yeah and you know supporting them still listening to them you're giving them money exposure blah blah to whoever has committed the crime but yeah like you've said no to accused because innocent until proven guilty i think i think it's a case-by-case basis i think you kind of have to look at the context of the situations for example the panic at the when people were trying to cancel brendan urie the person who wrote the accusation had no followers they didn't have a profile picture it did genuinely just seem like a fake account that Mm. somebody was trying to it just i don't know it kind of looked too unreal but i think if it's somebody who just does look legitimate then maybe there is more to like think about rather than no i'm just gonna carry on listening being a white man here i'm gonna play devil's advocate oh katie there is no need for that (laughs) so what if you 
weren't a social media user and set up the profile just to get the story out there? I would be like, how would you... Because this came in sort of a a time where people were quite keen on cancelling Brendan Urie anyway. Right. So it just felt like an addition to be like, oh, here's another reason why you should hate him. Totally. I would think, okay, if this is the case, could they have published it elsewhere? Could they have done it on Reddit? I guess, is Reddit social media? They could have done it on Reddit. They could have done it on a forum, blah, blah, blah. Why did they choose social media to do it? Fair enough. Oh, okay. Wow. That's not very white man of you. Well, I just think, um, I think this is such a broad, not a broad, that's the wrong word. It's such an open topic because there's, there's not really a right or wrong with any of it apart from the person who's done the crime. Mm. And I think people, music fans in particular, especially in this scene, just want to do the right thing. Yeah. And whether that's, and obviously there's a massive problem with council culture. I don't support it. I support education and growth, but there is also a line between being a fucking dickhead who abuses people yeah. and having the capacity to learn. Yeah. And I think there's a line between protection and growth, isn't there? And mm. It's just, it's a really tricky topic. Yeah. And my brain's hurting, but I'm glad we're discussing <laughs> it. I guess it's also like, yeah, because it, because you, I, I feel like you should evaluate it on a case by case basis. Totally. It is literally like, is somebody doing something illegal or is somebody just a bit of a shit person? Because like you said, I think people, mm. I mean, people who are innocent, um, who are guilty could also be educated and learn. But I think people who are just, are a bit shitty, haven't gone that far and have I think, more opportunity, I guess, to educate themselves and grow. Does that make sense? Are you going to burp? No, I had a point. To oh, sorry. No, 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 you didn't. I can't remember it. Oh, no. It's quite good as well. Oh, damn it. Oh, damn it. Wait, what were you saying about... Case-by-case basis? Yes. <laughs> I also think how the band responds to accusations straight away... Yes. ...is part of what you were saying about the case-by-case yes. basis. Because if they... I always think of it as, like, being suspended from school, which is really weird. But you know in, like, Waterloo Road, and the teacher gets accused of something, and instead of letting the teacher stay or firing them, they suspend them. Mm. So there's no, like, straightaway action. They're not saying you did it or you didn't do it. They just make it a neutral situation of, like, suspending the teacher Mm. until it's been investigated. And I think that is kind of the fairest thing to do. Because you have to consider both options. Even though I'm saying innocent until proven guilty, the accuser is also innocent until proven guilty Mm. they are telling the truth until it's a lie but also the person being accused is it's really confusing isn't it yeah because you don't want to be guilty of lying in quotation marks but i think the the accused phase in an ideal world should be as neutral as possible yeah and there should be a teach a music equivalent of the teacher being suspended i feel like yeah it makes total sense i feel like that kind of stage is perhaps maybe the time between somebody's allegations are revealed and then the time that they respond in. Obviously, mm. there's people that think they're invincible and just won't respond. But Too big to cancel. Yeah, exactly. And I guess there's other things to consider, like management. Yeah, true, true. And stuff. So speaking of, like, um, you mentioned earlier 
like case by case and things like that. Do you think the nature of the accusations or the crime makes a difference? Here we go. Have we got a diplomatic answer? Again, yes and no, because I think that if you decide to listen to somebody based on the nature of the crime, it's kind of a bit like saying that one issue is more important than another. Like you're saying paedophilia is worse than somebody sexually harassing somebody, which obviously is... Is is subjective the right word? It's a different psychological issue. Mm. But then, again, it's also a case of like... Would you rather listen to the voice of somebody who's a paedophile or somebody who like sexually harassed somebody? Mm. If we're sort of like thinking about it on victim side versus like artist side. But again, it just goes back to the individual's situation. Like, for example, if somebody wants to listen to moose blood because moose blood meant a lot to them, then that's okay. Mm. I think that if moose blood didn't mean a lot to somebody and they want to cancel them, then also, like, cancel them all you like. But I just think, yeah, it's important to not sort of judge, like I've mentioned before, not judge people based on who they do choose to listen to. And don't Mm. sort of try and be like, you need to stop listening to Moose Blood because I think they're awful people, blah, blah, and you're an awful person for doing this. Yeah. And I think cancelling in itself is is quite a subjective term. So for me, if I cancel somebody... I don't listen to them anymore and I don't support them. But I don't agree with them being, like, totally torn to shreds on all social media and everywhere. But I do think that while I don't agree with cancel culture and people kind of living in fear, I also kind of think you shouldn't live in fear if you're not doing anything wrong anyway. Mm. And also it works as a preventative, if you know what I mean. Like, And I, I would like to make it explicitly clear that I don't think agree with cancel culture but I do think an element of it works to prevent people from doing stuff however I don't think that should be what prevents people from doing stuff I think it should be education and caring about people that should stop people from being nonces and sexual harassers yeah yeah not the thought not the potential threat of like being cancelled yes definitely yeah but I think for me the nature of the crime does make a difference yeah so there's there's different contexts and different reasons behind why somebody would commit a different crime so I know this is a a rogue example but theft for example Mm. implies either a disregard for the system or capitalism or that you're struggling for money. Yeah. Um, and if someone was, say, for example, Simon Neal got caught nicking a load of stuff from Tesco, <laughs> I wouldn't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I would li- I literally... Fuck corporations! would not give a fuck. And that is because no one is directly getting hurt. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you are hurting somebody or what you've done has a lasting effect on somebody's mental health, then that is when it matters. And I'm not going to sit here and compare different levels of abuse because that's reductive and disrespectful, but the nature of the crime is it's normally some sort of abuse, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, definitely. But I think a lot of people would say, and fair enough, that paedophilia is worse than sexual harassment or sexual abuse. And that's because, I guess, children are more vulnerable than women. Mm. That's me making assumptions about what the majority of people would say. However, I don't think anyone's got any place comparing them because they are totally different psychological issues for the person committing the crime. And I think that comparing anything like this to each other is reductive. And as we've said, it's, it's case by case. And if this whole episode is about art and artists and if the nature of the crime 
affects you, then yeah. don't listen to it. And if it doesn't, then feel free. But mm. it's it's tough, isn't it? There's so yeah. many grey areas. Definitely. Like I would happily, I would probably rather listen to Michael Jackson than Mooseblood. And that's probably because I've been more closely affected by what Moose Blood did. I haven't, oh, but sure. it's yeah, probably yeah. more pertinent it, in my like, life. Like, triggers more, yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting, yeah. That's just me. Please don't counsel me for saying that. <laughs> and also, Michael Jackson is a, such a weird one, because he's so, like, culturally accepted. He'll get he'll get played in nightclubs. I know. On June the right? 21st. <laughs> <laughs> so, Katie, are there any instances where, even after an accusation has come out or they've been guilty for com- of committing a crime you stopped listening to them but then changed your mind after or vice versa you mm. did and then were like nah so um this is a bit of a niche one it's not niche in terms of the band but the lead up to the accusations so um while she sleeps had some very vague allegations made about them on mm. twitter quite recently And I didn't actively stop listening to them, but I was prepared to stop listening to them. Mm. I remember having a conversation with you being like, oh no, another one of my favourite bands is going to be removed from my Spotify. I didn't know what the allegations were. Nothing ever came to fruition. Nothing, the the tweets actually got deleted eventually, which implies, I guess, that they weren't accurate or, Mm. or true. And it was a man that did the tweets on behalf of his friend, in quotation marks. So it was a really weird one, but I was prepared to stop listening to them because a lot of people were kind of not supporting the allegations, but saying stuff like, I thought this would happen, blah, 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 which I think is really unfair when, I mean, I don't know while she sleeps personally, all I know about them is their music. Mm. And I think that's a massive part of this cancel culture is we don't know them personally. We can't vouch for their actions. We can't defend them. We can't say, oh, we should have known better or things like that because we don't know them. Like, and even if we did, sometimes you don't know. Oh no, definitely not. Like there's a reason why musicians keep their fans at sort of like fan level. At bay. But if it was one of our friends that had an accusation against them, I would believe my friend but yeah. then because you know your friend better I exactly guess. yeah that's a really interesting point you make about people saying stuff like oh, i knew this was gonna happen like that kind of thing or like not surprised that kind of stuff because what what are you doing to help the situation at all all you're kind of doing in my eyes it just seems like you are trying to act better than everyone else by being like i knew they were like this or like my and mystic I, ball yeah told me. it's just like it's it's not about you in that situation if someone comes yeah. out it's not about you don't act like don't act high and mighty because you knew that it was gonna happen also it's a really um strange thing to say like is there, are there certain characteristics that we should all be aware yeah. of? Are you, or are they just perpetuating And how do you know? Like, warn us all if that's the case. I know. God. What about you? Have there ever been any instances where you've stopped and changed your mind or vice versa? Like I mentioned before, I very briefly listened to Mooseblood and Brand New, which I... So I, can, I cancelled them, my version of cancelling, then listened to them, then thought, yeah, they don't really do it for me anymore. And I don't, I don't ever choose, mostly because my sister Kirsty is always like, stop listening to him, he's a nonce. <laughs> I, I don't ever choose to listen to Michael Jackson, but if he comes on on the radio, I'm definitely going to sing along. Sometimes I'll even make references to his music and then start singing it. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing with Michael Jackson is, I know he's not really our, um, the type of music that we'd normally talk about, but he 
had died when most of the accusations came out. So I think that's what makes it difficult to prove either way. But Jimmy Savile had also died. And he's like the most famous pedo going. That's so true, actually. I think people... I think with Michael Jackson, he left such a legacy, more so than Jimmy Savile, that people are... People find it harder, maybe, Mm. to disassociate. Yeah. Interesting. So what do you think about people who want to cancel entirely? Yeah, again, just like we've mentioned before, I think that it's totally your choice and I respect anyone who wants to do that. But I think the key is just to be respectful of people who choose not to do that and want to continue listening for whatever reason, like you just don't know why they might. And I think sort of being so dismissive is kind of, you know, if, if they do associate someone's music with a particular situation in their life, you're kind of just being like, just forget about that part of your life. Like it's just, and I don't know, I find that quite disrespectful actually, Katie. Do you? Yeah, I do. Um, but yeah, I just think that maybe, maybe the key is to just not really like shout about the fact that, I mean, I do it all the time. I mention I listen to Lost Prophets all the time, but maybe. <laughs> Maybe don't be me and don't shout about the like cancelled people that you listen to. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I understand people's reasons for wanting to cancel people, especially if they have had a lived experience. We haven't even touched on some reasons that people have been cancelled. Mm. There's like we've mainly just discussed abuse, but there's there's people's tweets, for example, where they've yeah. been homophobic or racist, and that's a totally different argument to have because that to me is like there is a chance for education there yeah but again like in an ideal world i would prefer if there was better access to education about all aspects of abuse so that people knew when they were being abusive and when they were being abused not victim blaming just some people can't spot it as easily we'd also put more time and better resources into preventing crimes from happening rather than trying to decide what's best to do after Mm. someone has been abused or harassed or whatever because it's not our responsibility to know how to respond to stuff like this we just have kind of had to adapt and try to be supportive of victims and survivors but we shouldn't have to know how to do that yeah it's really odd i think i think like learning and growth is really important like i've done things i'm not proud of you probably have Mm. everyone listening probably has Mm. but acknowledging mistakes feeling remorse learning from them and then actively being a better person should be encouraged rather than just being completely cancelled definitely yeah i could not agree more unless you're ian hopkins Hopkins. watkins who's ian hopkins i don't know is that h from steps no he's still ian watkins um well that's really funny okay on the flip side what do you think about people who just don't give a fuck about any accusations or um convictions so i've got two opinions on this okay number one i think to give them the benefit of the doubt they just might not be as into the kind of scene if you will like the art scene they don't involve themselves in the lifestyle as much and literally just listen to music Mm. and that's fine however 
I think they're in a really privileged position if stuff like this doesn't affect them and that should be acknowledged yeah if you are if you are somebody who can hear about for example a woman who's been beaten up by her partner and that doesn't affect you what yeah <laughs> like I feel you actually like I'd never want to tell people what to do or or what to think but to not care about somebody else's well-being whether that be a child a woman a man a non-binary person whatever like I just find it weird when people don't yeah. care about other people and I don't, and I don't want to tell people how to care because social media is such an important tool nowadays to spread awareness about stuff but some people don't use it so mm. maybe donating to charities or stuff but yeah I do find it questionable yeah. when people don't care what yeah, about you that's a really similar answer to me so I think there is a big difference between somebody who just doesn't give a fuck for whatever reason maybe they're just like I'm gonna listen to who I want or then like you said not as sort of involved between that and people who are made aware of what happens mm. but then still choose to listen because I think that it's kind of similar to your point. I think if you really don't give a fuck to like the very extreme, I do think that is a bit of an issue because I think it says a lot about who you are as a person. Mm. The fact that you can hear about all these things happening, like you said, and have no emotional response to that apart from like, okay, I'm just going to keep listening. Mm. Or the, re the response is just nothing. So I think that you can acknowledge that somebody has done something wrong. And then if you do still choose to listen to them after, maybe, like you said, educate and educate more, mm. support people more, just try and like make the world a better place a little mm, rather yeah. than just being like, okay, this happens and now I'm moving on. I think as well, it's similar to, um, I say it all the time, but there are so many other bands. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like... So with, I know I always talk about Mooseblood, but I just, I loved them so much and I loved their music. It was like it was written for me. That's how mm. much I loved it. But like I said, Young Hearts, and, and yeah. there's so many emo bands. Yeah. Like, you don't need that one band. So for me, it's just like, like, how can you be that indifferent to somebody, literally, like, someone's life being changed for the worse? Yeah. It's, I just... Yeah, I mean, I don't want people to be cancelled, but I also want people to just care, like, give a fuck about each other. It, it's, it's, yeah, I find it mm. scary that people can be that apathetic about stuff. I completely agree with you, Katie. So do you have any, like, rules that you follow for people who want to separate the art from the artist? I guess I've kind of mentioned everything before, but just to kind of summarise. One... Don't be dismissive if someone is trying to inform you about a situation. Obviously, the mm -hmm. decision that you make later is your choice. People should respect that. But I think that if somebody is trying to, you know, let you know that this with this artist happened, just so like you're at least informed, don't kind of be like, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. Especially if it's something that could resonate so much with them as well. Mm. My second rule is maybe also get some different perspectives on the situation rather than just kind of thinking, okay, I'm totally cancelling. Do a bit more research or I guess just be a bit more analytical, maybe. Mm. Um, give it a bit more thought before you, I guess, spread the word and make your final decision. Just give yourself time to make a rational decision. Um, oh, I only had two rules. They're my two rules. <laughs> How about you? The thing that I look for in people, whether it be a friend, a partner, anyone that I'm going to trust in my life is empathy. 
you don't need to put yourself in someone's shoes and think, oh, if that had been me that was the victim, would I still listen? But you have to think about the effect that your actions are having on other people. So if you are listening to a counselled, in quotation mark, artist or an artist who's had accusations against them and sharing it on your Spotify or sharing it on your Instagram or talking about it, it could have a really profound effect on somebody that's been through that. So I think just being careful is mm. the first thing. Being careful and aware and sensitive. Um, because some people might just be listening to this thinking it's not a big deal, it's a song. Mm. I'm listening to a song. And yeah, to you, it's not. Fine. Yeah. But it might be to somebody else. And I think just being, just care about people Honestly. Be kind and be human is what I, is my advice. But also, like, I remember speaking to Callum about this episode ages ago. And I asked them because I thought that they'd have, like, a good insight. Because they are so, so considerate of other people, but also, like, really super realistic. Mm -hmm. So I asked them and all they said was, it's totally subjective. And, and I agree with that. It is subjective. And if you can do it, fine. But don't be judgmental on other people's choices so to echo what yeah. you were saying it's the the thing with like the left or people who are like open-minded in general is we're almost like too supportive of people that <laughs> other people's choices we can interpret that as like a ugh, it's really hard to explain but we mm. just want the best for people yeah but sometimes it can be seen as like not good for the whole of the, it's really hard to explain. No, I but. know what you mean. It's that because we are so almost agreeable, we're agreeing with both potential victims or potential, what's the word I'm thinking of? Rehab. No, it's like, um, I want to say like, the word that came to my head, which wasn't right, was like attackers, potential <laughs> attackers, <laughs> potential. Uh, like the person who did the crime. Yeah. Potential crime doers is the best word abusers. I can think of. Abusers. There we go. Abusers, yeah. That's much better. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you just looked at me like you were stoned. You were, you were like... <laughs> Excuse me, snack. Uh, um, what did I even fucking say? Something about crimers. <laughs> I had a point. Oh yeah, because we're so agreeable, we're you know, on both people's sides. And actually that doesn't really help either at the end of the day. So yeah. basically neutral. Neutral. <laughs> no, but it's a good point to make. Like that there has to be a line between being supportive of survivors, but also normalizing growth and education. Yes. And as we've said countless times, we fully support and stand by victims, survivors, anybody that's been through anything, anyone that's affected by anything like this. But feminism and, and socialism is, not to get deep, but it's about improving the world, basically. Mm, so true. And improving everybody's well-being. So if, if that includes reforming some bad guys, so be it. Yeah. Completely, oh. completely agree with you, Katie. Katie for PM. Katie Roberts for PM, bitches. Oh no, because then I'd have to be Catherine. Ugh. Oh, really? You can't shorten it. Katie's a bit juvenile for a prime minister. Do you think? Although, Tessie May. <laughs> <laughs> You're very emotive today. I'm loving it. <laughs> Tessie M. Okay, right. Right. Oh, we haven't really rounded up. The end. <laughs>
Okay. Do you have any sort of final points to make? My final point is just be a kind person, please. What about you? <laughs> My final point is it starts from education, not what? from preventing. No, wait, let's say that again. <laughs> it starts from education, not from cancelling. Educate all people. Educate the beeps. Okay. Okay, so... Educate! (laughs) (laughs) So, if you have anything you want to say on the topic, or if you agree with us, totally disagree with us, if you think I am totally wrong to listen to Lost Profits, then you can email us at justagirlpod (laughs) at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at justagirlpod. Or you can follow my personals. <laughs> I forgot what it was. At K5AsTI2Es on Instagram and KRobert000 on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Natalie. That's N for A's T A L I E. The end. <laughs>